Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, how you doing? I'm Josh, your weekly host, and welcome to the very first episode of the Get Hungry podcast. Now, before I get into discussing what I'm hoping to talk about this week, um, or in this week's episode, I thought it'd be a good idea to briefly explain why I've started this podcast and what you can hope to get out of this podcast. Uh, So the reason I've started this podcast is because I am genuinely excited by people's potential. And I believe that everybody is capable of achieving great things, even if they haven't yet identified what gets them passionate. You know, passion is a very powerful word, and it's one that's been on my mind um, a lot lately. And in the pursuit of trying to find my passion and what gets me passionate, I've really become almost hyper aware of what other people are passionate about. And when you see someone doing something that they're passionate about, let me tell you, that is very, very infectious. And you know that that person is, they're, they're doing what they love doing, what they're passionate about, what gets them fired up, and they really are cultivating their potential. And that is something that I really do want everyone to be able to experience. Firstly, finding what gets them passionate, and secondly, actively pursuing that. And so, as you would have heard in the intro, this show is designed to provide you with new topics each week, for two main purposes. Number one is to level up your thinking and increase your exposure to things which may either trigger um, passions that you didn't know you had or like build upon passions that you are in the process of developing. And secondly, it's to cultivate your God-given potential. Now, before I get into this week's topic, I just want to do a little segment that I'm thinking of calling Word of the Week. And this is just a segment where I provide you with a word, and it might not necessarily be a groundbreaking word for everyone. You know, it's probably, there's going to be words that you either are currently using or you're familiar with, but you don't really incorporate into your vocabulary on a day-to-day basis. And, And it's just a fun little segment to think about a new word to incorporate within your vocabulary. Because I do believe that as your vocabulary improves, so too does your ability to articulate and express and understand ideas. And so this week's word of the week is arbitrary. And arbitrary, or the definition of arbitrary, is based on random choice or personal whim rather than any reason or system. And so your challenge is to incorporate this word into your conversations this week. Now then, it's time to get into the topic of the week. So today, I'd love to share some thoughts I have on the input versus output equation. Now, if you've never heard of the input versus output equation, well, that's because I've made it up. (laughs) Now, it's obviously made up of two parts. Number one is input, and what I mean by input is the information, quotes, ideas, and theories that you feed yourself with. You know, this can be podcasts, it can be YouTube videos, it can be books, articles. There's a plethora of different sources of input in today's day and age, Um, and you don't have to pay for valuable input nowadays. You can actually have instant access to incredible incredible resources um, for free. 
just on a you know YouTube, on, on, there's lots of different platforms that you can access this to. So that's what I mean by input and output. This is the content that you yourself produce or provide, you know, and this may be a podcast just like this one. It might be a YouTube channel. It can even be your social media accounts like your Instagram, your Facebook, um, or even conversations that you have with people and ideas and thoughts that you are providing or contributing. Um, so output is the stuff that you create and input is obviously the the information that you intake. Now, I have three main points to, to make on this whole input versus output equation. And that's what I'm hoping to flesh out throughout this episode. So number one is input does not equal output. You know, now this might be something that seems very obvious. Like, I mean, obviously output is not um, a result of input, but I found that it's very easy to get caught up with consuming content and feel like you're being productive. You know, myself, I really enjoy watching videos on personal development, productivity, and that kind of thing. And there's a lot of amazing videos out there um, from, you know, many different people. And I often find myself getting caught in this negative loop of, um, and you've probably you probably can relate, but negative loop of watching a video, really like what what they're talking about in that video resonates with you, and you think this is fantastic stuff. Let's click on to their channel and let's see what other videos they have. And before you know it, you've been sitting there for a period of time. You know, even if it's ten minutes, an hour, and sometimes even longer if you've got you know spare time and you're not really doing anything. Um, but it's so easy to just continually watch videos or. Um, even read books and articles um, and and feel like you're actually achieving something. And, and yes, you are. You are building upon um, the thoughts that um, are, are going to take up a lot of space in your mind. And you can be conscious about um, the, the content that you've been intaking, but you're actually not achieving anything with it. And if you never move into the next stage, which is action, then it's it's almost like, a useless pursuit you know it's a negative reoccurring feedback loop um, and there's a there's a lot of um, content out there on dopamine and dopamine is essentially a chemical in your body that provides you with excitement and um, and it can make you think that what you're doing is is good for you is is useful um, and it, it may it may not necessarily be good for you or useful for you. Um, and so I found that me, because I, I enjoy learning, I enjoy, um, you know, trying to grow my my thoughts, I can be very, very often I can find myself get caught up in the, the input stage rather than the output stage. And I feel like there really has to be a balance between input and output. Um, if you're, if the scale is tipped in either way, um, disproportionately, then there's you're not going to have sort of a balanced life, and you're not going to be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve or hope to achieve. You know, for me, for so long, I've definitely I've wanted to start a YouTube channel. I've wanted to start, you know, a podcast or something where I can provide value because I know that a lot of the things that uh, that go on in my mind are useful to people, and they're even useful to myself. But I haven't given myself an opportunity to actually 
live out the things that I am learning about. And so my scales, the input versus output scales in my life have been tipped towards input heavy and very little to no output. And that's something that I wanted to change and definitely hoping to use this podcast as a way for for me to work on balancing the scales. Um, I, I listened to a, a YouTube video. I was watching a YouTube video by a guy that I really enjoy watching. His name's Ali Abdal. And he was talking about um, starting a blog. And he was saying that starting a blog for him was such a, a powerful um, a powerful thing because he too had a lot of thoughts flowing in his mind and it wasn't until he provided himself with um, a way in which he can flesh out those thoughts and not only flesh them out but provide them to other people and build up the the habit of having to write out a weekly blog for people to to read that he's found he was able to just take his his productivity and his action to the next level and when I heard that, I thought, yeah, that's fantastic. I definitely need to get on board with this. The only problem is I don't like writing. Like I'm not, writing is not really my strong point. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't start a blog. And it was something that again, took a, a backseat in my mind. It was still there, still something that I thought about semi-regularly, but I never took action because it didn't resonate with me. Um, and, you know, through discovering podcasts a couple of years ago and really identifying the the input and the um how powerful they can be. I kind of put two and two together and said, instead of starting a blog, why don't I start a podcast? And that's exactly what I've done. Um, I'll tell you what, easier said than done. The amount of times I've recorded episodes and things haven't gone to plan is, I mean, I need more than two hands to be able to now count how many times I've probably recorded an episode or something like that, but I don't want to let that get in the way and stop me. Um, And so I'd like to encourage you to um, assess where your scales are. Are they input heavy? Um, Is there any source of output? And if there's not, what are some sources of output that you can begin to to build in your life? Um, I feel like everyone has things that they can say um, and, and value that they can provide to other people. You know, taking on the mindset of every person you come in contact with knows something that you don't know. You know things that people don't know and people will be able to find value in what the what it is that you have. And so you need to provide a way to pr- provide that, that, um, that value to others. Um, and so I'd encourage you to assess, firstly, where, um, what are the scales doing in my life? And what can I do to change that? You know, um, starting a podcast might not be the best option for you. You may not um, be excited by the idea of starting a podcast. You might want to do a blog or a YouTube channel. There's so many different ways that you can, you can, um, I guess, output information. And so I'd encourage you to have a bit of a think about that. So point number two is don't compare yourself to others. Now, this is a massive one, especially for me, because it's so easy to do and it's so negative like and you, sometimes you can't even help it sometimes it's not a voluntary um activity it's something that just happens um and i feel like there's a couple of streams um that can be categorized underneath this whole topic of comparing yourself to others um and the first one is imposter syndrome um, and I think this is something which I definitely, I've definitely struggled with in the past and I'm still, I'm, I'm trying to overcome and trying to get past. And what imposter syndrome or my take on imposter syndrome is um, 
looking what other people are doing and um, acknowledging skills that other people have and, um, you know, abilities and talents that have been instilled within them and wanting that and feeling like because you don't have that or because you can't do what they're doing, then you shouldn't do anything at all. So you kind of feel like a bit of an imposter. Um, And to this, I would say you really need to embrace your individuality. And again, this is something that can seem or it's very, it's easier said than done. Um, And I am living proof of that. But it's not until you're able to truly identify your skills and abilities and not put them on a hierarchical um, list comparing against other people and say, okay, well, um, you know, they, they can talk, they've got the gift of the gap, they're able to talk effectively. I can't do that. Therefore, they're better than me. No, there's no scale of better or worse talents because you're individual. Like there's no one ever going to be like you. There's no one in in history that's ever been exactly like you. And in the future, there's never going to be anyone exactly like you too. So embrace your individuality. Use that as um, a source of empowerment to, to, um, yeah, to be yourself and to actively use the gifts and talents that you have in your life. The second thing to keep in mind when it comes to um, comparing yourself to others is originality. You know, um, I, I read in a book somewhere and I can't remember exactly who wrote it or what the book was, but they were talking about this whole idea that there is no new idea. Like say, for instance, you start a YouTube channel and you want to do a video on how to paint a picture of a tree there is already going to be so many videos on YouTube of people who have done a, you know, done a video talking about how to paint a tree. Um, and so the idea of that video is not going to be original. However, you doing the video, you're going to have your unique takes, your unique um, twist on things. Um, you're going to implement your individuality, which is going to resonate with some people in ways that other people might not be able to um, to resonate with. And so you really need to embrace your individuality. And even though what you're doing may not be original as such, um, it I guess it is in, in sense original because you're doing it and you are different. And so I would encourage you to, to identify what your skills are. What are your traits? What has God given you? Um, and don't compare that to other people. You know, write it down on a list, write down a list of all of the things that you enjoy doing and that you're good at doing, and maybe even have a conversation with people that are close to you, you know, family members, friends, partners, and and just formulate this list of skills and abilities and talents that you have and figure out ways that you can then utilize that, you know, and, and coming up with that list, it's not going to be easy to start with for, for most people, some people it will be. Other people, it won't be. And sometimes, you know, you need other people to tell you what you're good at because you can't see it. And if you're anything like me, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And so I am things, I'm very guilty of of not pursuing things or not thinking that things are good enough when in actual fact they are. Uh, But that's something I'm going to talk about later. But I would, yeah, so... Firstly, with number one, input does not equal output. I would encourage you to identify the ways in which you can output information and provide value to other people. And number two, 
Don't compare yourself to others. I want you to try and write out a list of the things that you're good at. And as a result of that, you will then be able to, um, I guess, formulate ideas and think of ways that you can utilize your skills, talents, and passion. And my third and final point is take action now. And again, like most of these, this is something that is way easier said than done. Um, and the, f- the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to take action now is, as I said before, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. You know, Maybe you're like me and you're a bit of a perfectionist and you want things to be done well. And if they're not up to the standard that you set for that thing, you won't do it. Um, and this, a lesson that I'm still trying to learn is um, taking on the mindset of, of done or um, starting something is better than not starting something because it's not up to your standard. You know, if you're new to something like this podcast, for an, for instance, I'm not an expert podcast, as you've probably already heard through trying to listen listen to me struggle my way through this podcast. Um, I'm not a perfect, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a professional podcaster. And so I don't have the ability yet or the knowledge or the talent to be able to produce a amazing podcast because I've never really done it before. Um, And if I let that stop me from pursuing the podcast and trust me, I already have, and I'm still trying to overcome this. Um, But if I let that stop me, then I would never provide value to anyone else. Um, And so I really need to try and shift my thinking. And I would encourage you to have a bit of a think about, you know, perfectionism in your life. Um, I feel like, do you, it's good to ask yourself, do I, do I value quality or quantity um, most? And then after identifying that, have a bit of a think about that and think, okay, if it's quality, like it is me, am I preventing myself from doing things because it doesn't reach the standard that I have set for it? Um, And if so, then it's a case of trying to lower your expectations. And again, this can seem like a very impossible task because if you're a perfectionist and you want things to be done well, then lowering your standards can seem like a bit, um, I don't know, a bit odd, a bit like, why would you want to do that? (laughs) Um, But it's like through lowering your standard, especially if you're a beginner, um, those skills will come. And as your ability to do the task at hand, whether that's start a pod, like, you know, do a podcast or um, ride a bike or I don't know, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, and it obviously doesn't have to relate necessarily to output. It can be in other areas of your life as well. But as, as your ability increases, then that justifies your um your standards to increase as well, if that makes sense. So perfectionism is definitely a big topic to try and have a bit of a think about there. And it's something that I need to work on and I would encourage you to try and work on as well. The second thing is self-doubt. And again, this kind of relates quite directly to perfectionism. Um, It's the thought of um, I'm not good enough. And again, it, it can kind of relay back to um, comparison, you know, self-doubt, looking at what other people are doing, looking back at what you're doing and thinking, this is ridiculous. How am I ever going to compete with that person? I'm just not going to do it. I'm not good enough. And there's so many thoughts that start to flood your mind. And once you start thinking about um, yourself or what your ability to do something negatively, then it's almost like a, um, 
a waterfall. Like as soon as that first drop falls, the second one flows straight after and it just, it continues to pile up upon itself. Um, as soon as you have one thought, as soon as you have one negative thought about yourself or what it is that you're doing, then other other thoughts and other negative thoughts start to pile on top of that to the point where you don't ever take any action because you're so bombarded by self-doubt. Um, and a Bible verse that's really helped me through um, through times where I'm feeling um, you know filled with self-doubt is Second Timothy one seven. Um, this is one of my favorite verses, and um, in times where I'm filled with self-doubt, I I think of this word, verse, and it kind of helps me a bit. So I would I'd love to share that with you. Um, and it says, "For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind." How amazing is that? If you're ever feeling fearful, if you're filled with self-doubt, think God has not given me a spirit of fear. He hasn't given me this spirit of self-doubt. He's given me a spirit of power. I can do this and of love and of a sound mind. Um, anyway, that, that's something that's really helped me. And I would encourage you to, in times of self-doubt, have a think about this verse and think, look, I can do this. I am filled with power, with love and with a sound mind. And the third thought under the umbrella of taking action now is to really push your comfort zone. This is something that obviously it's not a new idea. You've probably heard this multiple times from multiple different sources. Um, but it's really something that once you embrace and you enjoy doing, enjoy pushing your comfort zone, you will really start to notice change. Now, when I think about pushing my comfort zone, the first thing that comes to mind is working out in the gym. Um, and there's a a fitness YouTuber, um, like ultra athlete, freak in terms of like physical fitness and ability to push his comfort zone is a guy called Ross Edgerly. You may have heard of him. You may not have heard of him. He does incredible feats of fitness to test his body and push his comfort zone and push the limits of the human body in the physical sense. Um, you know, he'll do things like swim around the whole um, circumference of Great Britain, or he'll do a, a triathlon with a tree a triathlon, like he's, he's, a, he's ridiculous. And you look at this guy and he's just ripped and so fit, but he's, um, he's, he's a, um, a sports scientist as well. So he's got a lot of knowledge behind things. He's not just doing something to see how he goes. He's testing theories um, that he's learned about and that he's come up with as well. And one of the things that he talks about is progressive overload. Um, in one of his books that, I was, that I've read really, really good called The Fittest Book on Earth, um, there was a part where he wrote, you must expose your body to a specific stimulus to the quality or intensity of which it is not adapted. And in doing this, he then goes on to say that, um, you know, you'll grow your body. If you're in the gym trying to build muscle, you've got to um, increase your weights to weights that you have not done before um, or increase your reps to more reps than you've done before. And in doing that over time and consistently, um, you know, exposing your body to the stimulus at a quality or intensity that it hasn't adapted, you will grow. And I feel like this is a really good principle that can be applied to different areas of life as well. You know, there's so many analogies that you can use to describe this whole push your comfort zone area, but um, fitness is the one that comes to mind for me. So that's the one that I go with. And following on from this, he goes on to say that consistency 
is the key. And this is the case with everything in life. If you consistently do something, you will get better at it. And uh, Ross Edgeley, sorry, in his book, he says that this is done by gradually increasing the weight, the volume, intensity, frequency, um, or time of training. If it hurts, you will adapt. And that's the same sort of principle that can be applied to finding a source of output for yourself. Um, and one that I'm really trying to apply to this podcast. Firstly, pushing my ability to do this podcast. And in doing so, I want to make sure that I'm consistent and disciplined with it. And over time, I hope that I will be able to provide value to not only people that I know, family members, friends, um, but they would then be able to share that to their friends. And my circle of influence will will expand over time, not for the purpose of giving me the praise, but for the purpose of um, empowering people to embrace their individuality, find their passion, and cultivate their God-given potential. Anyway, so that just about wraps up this first episode of the Get Hungry podcast. I hope that you found some value in this concept of input versus output. Um, if it's something that you've heard of before, then hopefully I've been able to provide you with a different twist or a take or something to be mindful and something to, to think about. Um, and remember, I, I want to challenge you this week to, to use the word of the week, which was arbitrary, um, in conversations, um, in, and even in thoughts with yourself. Um, and also to ask yourself a couple, a couple of questions. So to kind of summarize or to conclude everything that I was talking about there, remember my three points. Number one was input does not equal output. So figure out what the scales are like in your life. Are they tipped in, in input's favor? And if they are, what can you do to start to provide a source of output? Number two, don't compare yourself to others. So really embrace your individuality. Take action now. Find something that um, after identifying, you know, what sort of output you want to do um, or that you can pursue, do it now. And even if you don't have the skills, if you, you know, you compare yourself to other people and you, you think that you're useless in comparison, don't let that stop you. Push your comfort zone, be consistent and you will see change in your life. And to wrap things up, I'd just like to leave you with a quote by a guy called James Clear. And this quote is, Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again next week right here on the Get Hungry Podcast.